0: Or I'll make I'll make the greatest jingle. Oh my god! I'll make the greatest jingle. <laughs> something ever. about a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, something about it'll 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 be uh, the, insert intro about a rabbit hole here. Okay. Um, or some I don't know what it's going to be about, but you're probably going to fire me from the podcast when you hear it. It's going to be great. Okay. So I think I saw something. About they're releasing Logan, but it's in black and yes. white. Yes, Logan Noir. Yes, I uh, that is that was I just saw a headline. Yeah, and I don't know anything about it. Is it literally just Logan, but, but in black and white? It is Logan in black and white,
1: but I believe it's, it happens one night only. I think it's uh, a special type of release where you have to go like a certain theater to see it. Kind of like how they did the. Um, ultimate edition of Batman vs Superman. You know, I'll look this up. I'll look yeah. this up. If you want to keep talking about your thoughts. on Yeah. The black so, and white.
0: um, uh, now that we're back from that cold open, this is a podcast called comment That's section, nice. the comment section. Uh, it may or may not have a, the, you know, we're either Michael we Keaton or haven't ben decided, Epic, um, if we're Batman. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some news stories like this one about this new, uh, Logan experience experiencing <laughs> Logan. In black and white, I, I, you know, the thing is, I feel like I can see how that makes sense. Like the Logan there was a movie called Logan in twenty ten. It. I just found this out. Anything? It probably doesn't have anything to do with. Uh, no, Wolverine. but I thought that was cool. Oh, that's. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Let's react <laughs> to it. You know, well, I just introduced the podcast. I don't have a lot to say about uh, Logan Noir. Yeah, I think it's. A, is that what it's called? I. Is it? I, uh, I think I think maybe that was just what they referred to it as, Logan Noir. I thought, but um, yeah, it might be an interesting way to see Logan.
1: Do you think it would work well in
0: black and white? Yeah, that's what I was. Like, yeah, it's called I, it Logan Noir. I think the reason why, like, it's such a dark movie that I feel like I could see it being portrayed that way. To have this sort of dark dreary gloomy depressing black and white movie
1: okay here's here's what i read according to wikipedia the good people of wikipedia
0: <clears throat> love you wikipedia
1: um logan noir uh will have a limited theatrical run in the u.s that begins may 16th 2017 which i believe is um i think it's around the time the blu-ray comes out
0: mm. and
1: it will the black and white version will be available oh okay okay here it comes it it comes into same theaters day. the same day as same it day. comes mm. out on um digital H. On, oh, on uh, the same day as digital HD, kind of like Batman versus Superman with the okay. ultimate cut.
0: <clears throat> well, that's yeah. I saw that uh, little headline and I was I was interesting. Well, anyway. Uh, it's cool.
1: It's a cool idea. I think it does work in black and white.
0: Yeah, no, I, I can see it. I, I, can, I mean, I don't know why I can see it, but I can see it. <laughs> like, um, a lot, a
1: lot of the scenes. It'd be really, almost. Uh, we're not gonna try to spoil anything, but it's been out for a while. Like, remember the scene where they're kind of in the barn, the barn family. Yeah. And then you have spoiler,
0: um, please, uh. Skip ahead, even though you would have no way of knowing where to skip ahead I to know. if you don't want to spoil. We apologize, guys. To
1: but remember where the clone of Wolverine comes. Yeah,
0: and um,
1: you know, the family. You know, yeah. we're we'll trying not to spoil. it. man, that'd be, that be that's. I'm imagining that black and white. That sounds real cool. Yeah,
0: no, that's what I was thinking. Like, just a lot of those dark scenes in black and white. It almost feels like, like, I wonder if that was part of the vision of
1: it. I remember they had, like, a lot of images released that were in black and white. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I don't know, how do you think the, kind of, like, the softer moments will feel? Like, kind of, like, to go back to the, um, family at the farmhouse, kind of, like, the the yeah. scene where they're all having dinner, I thought, that was, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie, because I, I remember, it c- talked about the previous X-Men movie, and it's like, oh my god, it's the end, but we're kind of, like, hey, remember that? We're feeling a little nostalgic.
0: Yeah, I feel like the darker, scarier, more depressing moments will work in black and white more than the, than the, do like, you think, the beginning section. I can't really But do you
1: think it. it will get taken away at all from those softer moments? You mean like that it wouldn't be in black and white the whole time? I mean, like, do you think that... Oh, I see what you mean. Not you having mean. color will take it away from it? Uh, or do you
0: think it won't really affect it that much? It's hard to say. I'm just trying to imagine it in black and white. I think maybe i i don't necessarily think that the entire movie calls for black and white but there's definitely some scenes that i think it might add to it and take away i don't know i i might be interested in uh seeing what something although i could just get it on blu-ray and uh rip it don't i don't condone that i'm just i'm joking uh, are you I'm joking. Well, we'll have a digital copy yeah. if that makes you yeah, feel I better. Know. Oh yeah, that's true. And uh, just put a black and white filter on it, and just uh, you know, put on some. Well, it comes either. I I, I, be, I believe it comes either way where you can choose. Yeah, kind of uh, like so you on the the actual Blu-ray is going to have black. And yeah, white. it. Yeah, the Blu rays will have black and white. Oh, then I don't need to go through bu- the effort. Of <laughs> I'm sorry, stealing. you're just like, oh my god, wanted how am I going to do something I going dastardly?
1: Do <laughs> yeah, I'll never find out.
0: <laughs> the most dastardly criminal thing I've ever wanted to do is change the uh, 2017 uh, film Logan, Logan <laughs> to black and white.
1: Um, I'm bu- I was going to say something, but now I'm blanking. We're for Before you skipping the black and white. Oh yeah, here's kind of a. Is there anything that you think could be like change the view if it was in black and white? Like I, I have this question to ask you. We're going off topic, but come on. <laughs> what do you do? You think like we remember '60s Batman as like more of a comedic take, still very true to the character yeah. of who Batman is. Just like Chris Nolan Batman, the first two anyway, and Burton's Batman. Do you think? If '60s Batman was in black and white, uh, it would change anything,
0: huh? Wow. See, this kids, change. this is what you get: deep thought. <laughs> this is a deep thought. This is this is something that is going to Cause keep me awake. Many I watched nights. the
1: George Reeves Superman, and I understand that they changed the writing halfway through the show. But the black and white episodes are more adult than the color episodes. At least that's what it feels like.
0: Yeah, something about black and white makes it feel like it has to be more serious to me. Yeah, so
1: you think... Yeah, I think
0: it would. I I think... I mean, we still have... um, Yeah, I think it would. I think...
1: We still have the bat See.
0: That's tough. Because I was also trying to... Like, not all dark and serious movies would even work in black and white either. Because I can't... I don't think that... The Christopher Nolan one should be in Black and white. either. I think color is too important in them. Yeah. Especially in The Dark Knight.
1: Yeah, especially... I mean, one of the things about that 60s Batman special was, like, color. You could have, like, all the villains. Which is probably why they gave Penguin, like, a purple hat. Yeah. And just, um... It was so colorful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard.
1: Uh... All right, here's, here's another question. Because this was almost a topic I chose. But, um... Yeah, we we were trying to shrink it down to five, and then we had to shut it down to another episode. But do you think that... um, Is there like an alternate version of a movie that's made like a director's cut or something that you would like to see in theaters?
0: Oh, so... Well, I guess this one is kind of an obvious one, but it is... uh, It's probably the most obvious one, and I believe they have many times or at least a time where I probably could have seen it shown the Lord of the Rings movies in the full versions that because those are most Lord of the Rings nerds will probably like myself will probably say that that's the way to watch them is the complete full versions and I do believe that they've shown those in theaters probably select theaters before uh, for those people who want that but I never have. I've only just sat down and kind of half watched it in a living room in the full versions. So it'd be nice to uh, see one of those in the full. I've never version. seen any Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah, movies. It, it, yeah, I mean, that's on my list. It's tough. I mean, like, it's a lot. It, it's not something where I can easily say to anyone who hasn't seen it. Like, with with something like if no one if no one's seen Star Wars, it's like. See Star Wars; it's fun. It's not that long. It's just a fun, good time. But Lord of the Rings is so dense. It's like, especially the un, the full versions are like three and a half hours of dense. Like, uh, I mean, there's some really exciting stuff in them, like, uh, and just really fun stuff. Like, the whole first one, Fellowship of the Ring, is like colorful and vibrant and has a lot of exciting moments. But then. The last two and a little bit of that one can get like so slow and political and just like you know, dis- <laughs> like just discussions and stuff that is very hard to.
1: I know Dwight Schrute on The Office talks about it a lot. Oh yeah, have you I- ever seen uh, Clerks two? uh no there's like a scene where this character Randall talks about they're like debating Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings and all and he talks about how uh, Lord of the Rings are just three movies of people walking <laughs> just walking walk this <laughs> That's is the what first. Is. this is, is, is the first movie this is the second one
0: yeah and this is, is the third um basically no way here's I I <laughs> hear I'll argue that and say it's not just walking I didn't say it it's walking. <laughs> interlaced with some battles Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it <laughs> because i mean the whole the entire plot of the movie is getting from point a to point b They and they walk to it and then uh the battles are almost on the side for, with between uh well they're trying to trying to keep middle earth yeah. safe from evil um i'll have to watch it sometime <laughs> yeah i'm trying yeah. to think i would they did have it the
1: the day before the blue i would have liked to have seen probably the three hour batman versus superman you know yeah the better version <laughs> even though i like the theatrical one but um i would really have liked to i'd really like to see um do you know about superman 2 the richard uh, donner cut.
0: The ones? Uh, i don't know a lot about basically it. what say,
1: happened you know. is um when they were making the first superman movie they were filming superman 2 at the same time but Richard Donner, the director, did not get along with the Salkinds, who were the producers, and they were fighting about money problems, and they had to um, stop working on Superman 2 and just finish Superman 1. And they had, like, such a bad relationship that they fired Richard Donner from Superman 2, and to make sure that he did not get credit on Superman 2, they rewrote the script and reshot it. (laughs) So, for years in a vault, there was an alternate version of Superman 2. Wow, just a
0: whole alternate like it's, version. It's
1: it's got like a lot of the same beats. Like it's about how Lois finds out Clark is Superman and you have General Zod. But it's like instead of um but there's like a lot of different stuff. And I actually think it's a better movie than the, I love the Richard Lester version. And I felt like the the Donner version was better. But I would love to have seen that. There's like this really cool scene where um one of the ways that I'm trying to figure it out. I think in the Richard Lester version, she kind of finds out he's Superman because his glasses fog off like mean, fog from uh, Niagara Falls, and she takes them off and wipes them, and she sees him without his glasses. <laughs> in the um, Richard Donner version, she's sitting there. And she sees Superman, and she looks at Clark, and she'll draw, like, glasses on the newspaper of him. Oh. It was really cool. That's and there's, like, one scene where she jumps out of a window saying, Save me, Superman! And Clark, <laughs> like, super speeds, um, super speeds down from the Daily Planet, and he, like, uses, like, his, um, super breath to, like, push, like, some fruit under her, so she falls and crashes on that. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to have seen that version in theaters. Huh. So, I guess is a, um, oh, was that your story, or?
0: Um, I mean, that was just a uh, cold Go ahead, go, go ahead. We want to get right into the news, because since, uh, comment section is a show where we, uh, each, uh, present a news story each to each other. present
1: something, and then we give our opinions. You didn't ask for them, but you already clicked play, so why not
0: keep going? Yeah, I mean, it's too late. You can't stop watching or listening to yeah. something. It, it's wonderful. You can't. I mean nope. that's ridiculous. Why stop? Did you hear about? It's like drugs. <laughs> why, why not keep going? Here's something. To, here's a topical news story. Have you heard okay. about this fire festival thing? No, I have not. Fire festival. They. I'm excited now. I mean, this is. I have a more entertainment news twist on this. Okay. But if you don't know what fire festival is, some people. Uh, tried to throw a music festival in the Bahamas called Fire Festival. And the tickets, the base, like, lowest tickets you get were, like, $450. Okay. Which is really expensive. <laughs> They'd fly you to the Bahamas, and there was a music festival there with, like, f- oh, jeez, who is, I don't even know. Like, So
1: these are, like, known people. These aren't, like,
0: amateurs. It, like, I don't know who set it up, but it was a hyped-up music festival they had advertisement and tons and tons of people were going to it to see artists i think one of them was blink 182 they dropped out because <laughs> they saw that it was not looking good okay and what ended up happening
1: <clears throat> like ticket is, sales weren't looking good or uh, what no, you're about ticket, to say was ticket not sales, looking good
0: ticket sales were not uh, were i think fine i think a lot of people were going this is what was not looking good it was a bad festival. <laughs> it was, it's hilariously bad. And if you look into this, it is just hysterically bad. Because basically, what happened is people paid $450 per ticket to be flown to the Bahamas. And they were just there, stranded. <laughs> there was oh, like I think nothing. I did hear about there something was, like this. There was like nothing happening there, the, and the luxury food that they that they promised was like a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> and uh, they just had these tents out in the Bahamas, and you know, obviously, like acts canceled, um, and then flights started getting later canceled or something, and like people were struggling to like get off and eventually the uh national guard of i think the bahamas or something so, or some group like that like a government group had to interview and like called it an emergency situation and had to evacuate people from the island because the festival just didn't have any funds to do this. so it's <laughs> it's it comes to the question of like was it just a scam so, wait, basically so
1: the festival paid for their tickets there
0: Well, no, uh, I don't know how that works. I I think maybe their flight to the Bahamas was part of the ticket price, or maybe they had to buy the ticket and then fly themselves to the Bahamas. But, uh, oh, no, no, there was something. I think they advertised that, like, you'll be taken there on a private jet. So I think it was part of it. But basically they got a bunch of rich kids and stranded them in the Bahamas. Like... <laughs> that sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> oh gosh, it's just. But so the funny thing that arose from this, the, the, the little news segment that I found on this, is apparently <laughs> even before this happened, for some time, the uh, comedy gang of like Seth Rogen and Lonely Island had actually been planning and producing a movie about a music festival that went horribly wrong. Oh, and man. So they announced on Twitter, like, did they, they stole our idea, like, jokingly saying, like, they stole our idea. Um, it, it, but it happened in real life. Although, luckily, now, instead
1: of paying writers and actors, <laughs> they can take the news footage.
0: <laughs> yeah, all they need is the minutes. news footage. They just, they, you know, it saves a lot of money oh, yeah. on their likely high-budget... Uh, They've got some high, you know, Seth Rogen has some high-budget comedy movies.
1: So do you do they think it was a scam? <laughs> there's,
0: uh, yeah, this is actually, uh, there's been conventions before that are like festivals <laughs> that are kind of like this where it just kind of seems like they never really had, like it just never really seemed like it was ever going to come into place. Like, I it just, it's, it's hard to say. And I haven't looked into it much since the first news broke, and then I saw this. Um, I wonder, there's probably going to be some uh, vigilantes online doing an inve- investigations to the see Bat if Man's. this is a scam. So whether it was a scam or they're just really, really bad at throwing a festival, I don't know. But it's, it's kind of morbidly funny to me <laughs> how bad this was. <laughs> Just a bunch of uh, rich kids stranded in the Bahamas. Well, I mean, you know, I feel bad for them <laughs> because, I, I mean, to a degree, uh, four hundred and fifty well, do dollars though. <laughs> because I mean, um, I mean, I guess I feel bad if there is someone who really should not have been <laughs> buying a ticket. To a festival in the Bahamas, and probably went broke trying to see this thing that ended up just being eating a ham and cheese sandwich. And this the guy desert.
1: was like, "Grandma, can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, share, sonny boy, Here, here's the,
0: here's the ticket, here's the money. I've saved so long for this, and I had a ham and cheese sandwich. Grandma
1: all goes <laughs> ham and
0: cheese." <laughs> Well, what I hope the ham and cheese
1: is worth four hundred
0: fifty dollars. What if someone was just having a great time? So <laughs> someone would just oh, this is great. I'm on him. drugs. Yeah. No, no, no. Man,
1: it's ham and cheese, man.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, that's 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 likely. <laughs> so I guess uh, not a lot much else to say <laughs> other than if you didn't know that.
1: That sounds like a, a, horror a movie. Yeah, it sounds like you might want um, your guy James Wan to direct a movie about <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, kind of uh, um, thing. a um, callback to a previous episode.
0: Yeah, and you know, there, there might be more because spoiler to my next topic might even bring back <gasps> another <gasps> oh, horror oh, tale. Man. A famous <laughs> horror tale from the horror crypt. <laughs> oh boy. We need one of those, uh, famous, what's that famous, uh, the guy who, the, the guy who, uh, did the voice at the beginning of Thriller. He's like a horror voice guy. Um, oh. We need that guy to intro our podcast. I don't know who so that we'll write is. Write that on the we'll put that on the docket. We're gonna get a professional I, horror voice guy. I don't know if he's alive, but it, he's gonna. That's,
1: that's what I was. Gonna, I'm just man. If he was big in the ace that was almost. <laughs> We're
0: getting up to the point. That was almost 40 years ago. We'll find a way. We'll find. He, 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 it was in a, uh, a song about undead-related things, so, you know, you never know. know. He
1: could come back, man. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson could someday come back. There's also, there's also back.
0: That, uh, that, that lady with the really high voice. I think her name is, like, I think her name is Zelda or something. She has this really high voice. She does horror uh, voiceovers. We'll get her. Maybe one day. Yeah, yeah. We can't pay her, but... You will hear it in this episode. (laughs) Count on
1: it. Alright, so... Going back to our um, cold opening... We were talking about Logan, which was part of the X-Men franchise, if you didn't know. But how could you not know? But um, it was recently announced... That um, there's going to be another X-Men movie, which would be a sequel to last year's X-Men Apocalypse, um, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Now, I don't know how much uh, you know about like the X-Men comics or whatever. Not a lot. <laughs> but it's interesting because um, Dark Phoenix was the story that they kind of tried to do in X-Men The Last Stand with uh, Jean Grey turning evil. And um, the movie...
0: What can we say about that movie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brian Singer left to do Superman Returns, so we got two bad movies out of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, it sounds like they're going to try... Because they kind of hinted at it at the end of Apocalypse about um, the Dark Phoenix saga. And I recently rewatched the 90s um, X-Men cartoon where they adapted that storyline. And, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's going to be like Civil War, or how Batman Begins is like Batman Year One. They're not going to do, like, the whole story, but they're going to obviously do a nice little tribute to the story and kind of take parts from it. So, it comes out. Where was it?
0: Um, do, 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 Where are you? This entire uh, podcast, every episode from now... <laughs> to the end of time, episode 2000, uh, is brought to you go. by Wikipedia. Here we go. Uh, yeah,
1: we love you, Wikipedia. It comes Couldn't out do it
0: without you. November 2nd, 2018,
1: and it looks like Brian Singer will not direct it because he's going to be working on, apparently there's an X-Men TV show that's filming right now, and I guess uh, Stan Lee just did a cameo for it, so exaltior to you, Mr. Lee. <laughs> so, um, obviously it's going to be a little trivial. What do you think about... Uh, have you seen um, the previous kind of X-Men movies in this kind of new series? Because if you haven't seen Days of Future Past, it basically kind of reset the timeline to where all you have now is X-Men First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and then question mark over Logan. About if that takes place in the future or not.
0: Uh, Well, here's a, here's a, a little... uh sad confession uh, that has plagued my life. Time to talk I, uh, about it. <laughs> another therapy session. Okay. I I just can't get around... I don't get around to seeing so many of the superhero movies that come out. I think I in the past... people. What Man, the past few years... Have you in seen this,
1: Civil War?
0: No, I oh haven't. Oh, my God. I've seen uh, Logan, as we talked about. I've seen Deadpool. <laughs> I've seen... I've not seen Deadpool yet. You haven't seen... I, I, I was surprised. I think it's. I think it's great, actually. I'm gonna cause I I wasn't able to watch the
1: rewatch the X Men movies before Logan, so I'm probably gonna yeah just make up this for this
0: time. Yeah. So, uh, and another thing, to be honest, I I, I X Men might be one of the what was the last that, the la- the most recent besides movie? Logan
1: and Deadpool. Have you seen any? So you haven't seen the DC the last DC movie you saw was Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, so what was the last Marvel Studios movie you saw? Okay,
0: what uh, what 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 came before it go, Deadpool? What's what, well, Deadpool is not Marvel Studios. Deadpool oh, okay. is X Men. Okay. Oh right. Okay.
1: So we had Civil War. Well, we had Doctor Strange. Before that, Civil War. Oh my god. Do you know Spider Man's in Civil War?
0: Yeah, I did know. that. Oh my god. Oh, I've seen. Well. I'll... I'm an idiot. This also is not Marvel Studios, but I've seen the Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Okay, so before that... So, did you see the second one?
0: Um, The second Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, we had Doctor Strange, Civil War, Ant-Man...
0: No. Avengers
1: (laughs) Age of Ultron. No. (laughs) Um, What came before that? Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy...
0: Oh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. That yeah, I've seen that. <laughs>
1: okay. Did you see Captain America: Winter Soldier? No. Nope. Shame on you.
0: <laughs> Do you like that one? Oh my, is that, that the
1: best? Sure. Uh, the my favorite one is Civil War, and you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not just saying that because Spider Man is my favorite Marvel character, and Civil War I have a lot of nostalgia for because it was the first event I read in comics. So it's a very special. And then. Besides the comics, this Tom Holland version Spider Man is based on Ultimate Spider Man, which also Andrew Garfield was kind of based on. Like they took the designs from. So there's some nostalgia there too. But yeah. Civil War is my favorite. Then goes Winter Soldier. Captain America: Winter Soldier. is this
0: favorite amongst all of the new Marvel? Well, we'll Marvel, fo- we'll say Marvel
1: films Universe Marvel that universe began films? with
0: Iron Man, yeah, and um,
1: continues to this day to be very yeah. successful.
0: Yeah. So that's your favorite of all of them is, is Civil, Civil War. War, and then it's um, Winter Soldier, and... Civil War is probably in my top t- to watch, because I've heard just such good things oh my about God, it. it's so good. <laughs> is so good. And, and Spider-Man's also my favorite oh, Marvel
1: yeah. superhero. Wait, wait, so you haven't seen Tom Holland. Which one do you like more,
0: Toby or Andrew? Or are you just like, we live in this world, let's I... not. Let's not. I I think... Would it be correct to say people seem to really not like the Amazing Spider-Man? Like,
1: I mean, here's I don't here's know. my theory on that. I I think there's two things about what people don't like about the Amazing Spider-Man. One of them I understand. And the other is get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and I mean, it's one thing to just not like it. If if you don't like it, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hopefully, you like the new one. Or you can go back to uh, Toby's, which the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy is probably my favorite Marvel... Together, it's yeah. probably my favorite Marvel movie. Like, I really like Spider-Man 3. I know a lot of people don't, but I really like Spider-Man 3. But...
0: Um, <laughs> where was I going? Uh, oh, why people don't like The Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, thank
1: you for that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I think one of the reasons is... Um, it's one thing you to not like it. I think one of the things that people... Um. Here, he, he, I'll do the thing that get over it, and then I'll do why I understand why people yeah. don't like it. Number one, get over it. People from when they announced Amazing Spider-Man is coming out were mad because it wasn't part of the Marvel Cinematic
0: Universe. Oh yeah.
1: All they care about was getting him into the Marvel. I mean, I, and they I, were just
0: like, "I'm gonna boycott <laughs> this because he's not Marvel." Yeah, but I, I, I don't know if this is another thing you were gonna say, but I also feel like people just get so, like. Fussy about stuff being yes. the new version and not the old version. They're yeah. Like I like the version when I saw it originally when I was a kid. I like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's. We don't need this new Spider Man. Yeah. Like I like so, all versions. Like you know how much I love Smallville. Yeah,
1: I'm so excited to see Tyler Hoechlin's Superman on Supergirl. Yeah. Oh
0: my God, they've done such a good job.
1: With <laughs> but um, so I feel like that was kind of the problem is that people were why I guarantee you, I can almost. Pretty much guarantee that first Spider-Man. I can understand Amazing Spider-Man 2 because I liked the movie overall. But I thought it kind of got a little Iron Man Two territory with like the dad subplot where he had to go into like the subway. Yeah. I thought that part got part a little boring. But overall, I liked it. But if that first Amazing Spider-Man movie had been part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guarantee you there'd be more people saying how much how brilliant it was I because know. it was Marvel.
0: Yeah, because I did. Because I didn't. I didn't clarify yet, but I do. I love The Amazing Spider Man, especially the first one. Yeah. It's great.
1: But I like I like both movies. Um, and um, the other thing is that, uh, so a lot of people were whining about that. And it wasn't, and some people were just like, we got away. No, what happened was the Sony leaks, and they kind of, the plans fell apart because Laura Zisk and the producer, starting with Tobey Maguires and going to Andrews. Through those four movies died, and then they had these two new producers who didn't know what they were doing and decide, let's build a cinematic universe over one character. You can do that with Batman. You what are you gonna do with Spider Man? Like <laughs> he's by himself. You could do Miles Morales or Spider Man twenty ninety nine, but those are alternate universe characters. So anyway, that, that was uh, people didn't were kinda of whining about it. Another thing is I get here's the thing I get. We were promised Spider Man four. I get that. People were so... I was excited for Spider-Man 4. And then it just kind of went away. Yeah. Like, I remember they kept having delays and delays, and then it just never happened. Right. And, um... Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are disappointed that about how short-time Venom had in Spider-Man 3. I'm real happy now, because we never got that Spider-Man 4, so it kind of went and on a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah... I think that that that's a reason which I get,
0: right? But still, it's not
1: a reason to throw a tantrum.
0: Yeah, I, I it was. It, yeah, it certainly I don't think it was too bad. I, I and then, I, I disagree if if someone thinks it's.
1: Terrible. And then a lot of people um talk about, you know, what made it so that um, Spider-Man eventually went back to Marvel, and remember how I was talking about those two guys who decided to build the cinematic universe. Uh yeah, they, they they took over for Laura Ziskin, who unfortunately passed away. Um, Avia Rod and Matt Tolmach. I remember I bought the Amazing Spider-Man two Blu-ray. There's a Target exclusive DVD. Whoever made this DVD or put it out should be fired from Sony. This because, is brought to
0: you by Target. Y- yes, good people at Target.com.
1: <laughs> Screw Walmart. Although
0: if you Walmart <laughs> wants to pay us, we love you. Uh, we'll, we'll take money from anyone. Exactly. We are not. Above selling out. We are happy (laughs) (laughs) bums.
1: But, um... Whoever made that DVD should be fired. Because you can... They are showing you things in that DVD that they should not be showing anyone. Remember how Norman Osborn died in Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. DVD! Okay, here's Norman's head, which is how we're going to bring him back in the third one. And they're talking about how... The next movie that's supposed to come out is supposed to be Sinister Six. Um... And I've thought that maybe the Spider-Man 3 would do that. Spider-Man 3 apparently had nothing to do with Sinister Six. So they're talking about, you hear this uh, interview with director Mark Webb, who's just like, yeah, maybe, hopefully Sinister Six will work (laughs) out, if we can figure out how to do it. It just felt like there was no plan. It was almost just like, you make the deal with Marvel now, or they might get him, their full hands on him. And I think that part of the reason why, luckily they made this deal, to where they share him, and I think that's what made Spider-Man scenes in Spider-Man: Homecoming so great, is because Marvel wasn't just on their own. Like they had, they were Sony's employee with Spider-Man. Oh yeah. So they had to make him good for Sony to
0: approve it. Right. <laughs> Wait. So so what was the news stuff? We got we the rab- X-Men. <laughs> X-Men <right>. Phoenix. <laughs> Keep going down that rabbit hole, kids. That's
1: so what this is all about. So okay, okay, yes, Darth. Okay. Where? Let's see. Let's let's try and segue back. Okay. Here's here's the question I have for you. How long? So this is still continuing the timeline from X Men First Class, although. Okay. Spoiler for X Men Apocalypse. Okay. Spoiler alert. Okay. I'm for you because you haven't seen it.
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, are you
1: are you okay with this spoiler? Oh yeah. So Hugh Jackman is Wolverine in that movie. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I, just, I know. I know. But like, here's the thing. No, I'm just kidding. So it means you can't. Okay, so it means that eventually, whenever these, whenever this group of X Men has Wolverine, it's Hugh Jackman's version. And because of Days of Future Past, it shows that they become the versions from the first two movies, because the third one got wiped out. Luckily, but um, how long do you would you want to see this version of X Men go before they reboot it? Because we're almost. By the time this movie comes out, we'll have 19 years of this version of X and I personally feel that after 20 or 25 years, it is best to kind of reboot and reset. Uh,
0: yeah, I I think uh, they are all right. They can just do it. <laughs> they can reboot <laughs> at any time. I think. Uh, I'd like to see new take on it. Um, I mean, maybe wait a wait a few years, maybe, but um that's that's long running what other uh, what <laughs>
1: this is the longest
0: running yeah that's what i was going to ask it, it's the longest
1: like i believe because of the reunion movies the bill bixby hulk was the longest which ran i believe 12 because of the reunion movie so it started with the tv show and ended with the reunion movie for tw- uh, 12 years later
0: oh okay well yeah that's a long time so i, I mean i think it definitely uh, apparently they uh really like the this take on it so they're sticking with it. i mean i'd be fine with a reboot
1: because the thing is is that we've kind of had these prequels 60s 70s 80s it's going to be 90s next decade is 2000s that's when that first x-men movie would kind of happen yeah and so i don't know i would really like to see kind of like this one i wanted x-men days of future past to be the finale yeah. to be honest. I thought that would have been the nice way because you had Brian back and they redeemed the franchise and I thought, like, the ending
0: was so perfect. Um, but that was the last one before Logan, right? Uh, that, no, it? Apocalypse, oh, but... Oh, Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah,
1: but it's just kind of a prequel.
0: It's... The
1: X-Men movies... Time.
0: I mean, that's why I was thinking that it, it, they could just... Because Logan's kind of not yeah. in the same vein. I mean, vein.
1: look. You watch those X-Men movies, they contradict so much.
0: Yeah, that's right. Christopher
1: why I, Nolan's Batman and Affleck's Batman line up better than the X-Men <laughs> movies.
0: Yeah. That's why I feel like with Apocalypse being prequel uh, and uh, Logan not even really being in this exactly the same vein, they could just reboot it and yeah. you could kind of consider Days of Future Past the... Finale. Finale. Yeah,
1: I'd like that. Plus, get, like, a new... We can kind of get back to kind of the classic X-Men, like Wolverine, obviously, Cyclops, Storm, just all those ones. Yeah. I mean, they have those right now, but they're younger versions. So, yeah, that's what i like to see. I'd like to see the cast from, like, the characters from the 90s cartoon or the Ultimate X-Men uh, comics, the original Ultimate X-Men. Oh, yeah. So, that was my thing with X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, did that last. We we traveled. Hey, that's mountain. what this is all
0: about. Because this podcast is called the Rabbit Hole. Except it's not. So. It's not though. But um, <clears throat> so are we going on to this uh, next news. This next little segment. Yeah. This is kind of just. <clears throat> it's overall just uh, something that leaves a, a little bit of an irritated uh sour uh, taste in my mouth because okay, uh, <laughs> build that hype. Okay, so we were talking in the last episode, um, and a little in this episode, talking about how... uh I've been on a horror kick lately, but uh, really it's just that I've always been a horror. It's fan.
1: a scary thing to say <laughs> <laughs>
0: <A> <laughs> to hear someone say. I've been a horror. Hey kick man, lately. it's it, it, people like people like horror movies. This I, is not.
1: Uh... I don't watch horror movies, but I, I I like the I like it when we see the, like a Looney Tunes parody horror movie. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah,
0: those. I mean, that's or that's like true a horror. superhero. Horror that's movie. true horror. Um, oh,
1: they did this Arrow episode, which is kind of a horror movie, The Dollmaker that really sounds good.
0: spooky it that w- sounds spooky it sounds like Ugh. an urban legend it sounds like a mythos it he, sounds like a he poured a like plasta. plastic down
1: like um he kidnapped these women poured plastic down their throats to
0: kind of make them like living dolls and this and this urban legendy sounding thing is a, a perfect segue into my segment which is that i just saw some some news that the most beaten to death uh Internet horror-themed thing ever that should just die already. There's finally going to be the first big studio-made, m- produced movie for the Slenderman mythos. Slender,
1: I've heard. Of, uh, isn't
0: that the one? You
1: can correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I. Who knows? Yeah. Isn't it like the internet, isn't it like a fictional internet kid where people made up and these girls like killed a girl? Yeah, see
0: that, that's, that's kind of one of the, the most famous things about it, but it started, I want to say 2010 or 2011 or something where it became an internet mythos. It became basically just, uh, it became a modern day urban legend, basically that, um, Kind of a, it was very underground and not known, and it was uh, kind of just, I, at first when I first found it, I, I don't mean to sound hipstery, but I I, okay. I became a fan of it way at the beginning when there was just like a few weird kind of obscure internet posts that kind of made this creepy modern day urban legend mythos that. Obviously, no one actually thought it was real, and then it became but, big. But yeah, what happened was it started to be. I think the biggest problem was there started to be all these stupid, god awful horror video games based off of it. And the, the video games of Slender Man. That that's the thing that that I basically wanted to talk about is just that this. This, like, character it has been beaten to death so much. There's so many iterations just to, like, eat off of this fame of this character. And it stopped being a good idea as soon as... Like, the whole thing that made it interesting was that it was a very, very, uh, like, hard-to-find story... And, and, like, thing that people talked about in the corners of the internet uh, that you could kind of, like, ooh, it's this spooky urban legend. But then it became this horror hit that all tons of stuff happened. There's The weird news story that everyone knows about a death being involved. I guess there was a docu- There's a documentary maybe being made about that. And now there's just going to be... I know be... they covered it on, like, um, ABC News' show 2020. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people know about it at this point. But I just—I guess my thing is, in 2017, so far after Slenderman was ever relevant, <laughs> they're gonna f- make a movie. It's so—it's so past its prime. It's
1: a little bit like the emoji movie coming out. Oh my god! Do you know about the that I, is, do you know
0: about the emoji movie? I just—why is Patrick Stewart playing poop? <laughs> this, that why why did they curse us with this I, My god. maybe he's just like well we all go we're not enjoy the go
1: god cha 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 i know
0: it's uh, it's not exactly an original opinion but i uh i think that that's not good i think no. that i don't like that <laughs> i think i i i don't know why anyone thought it would be a, a good idea to make an emoji movie. I mean, I guess there's someone who also made a reference to the to the last podcast. Someone thought it was a good idea to re- remake, quote-unquote, big, big Fat, fat Liar. liar. <laughs> uh, so, you know... You, you, if these movie execs got weird ideas, but the emo- the emoji movie is not something I wanted to exist. I don't
1: think anyone wanted to do this. <laughs> it's literally just like, well, kids love Legos. Well, what would they love more? <gasps> emojis. We know <laughs> what the kids like, and it's emojis. <laughs> God, I thought we had emoji kind of type movie that was better. It's called Inside Out.
0: Uh yeah, I mean that's it's real like, emotions.
1: This is like the fake stuff you send yeah. to your friends, like <laughs> when um some guy to some girl's like, "Are you okay?" She's crying.
0: No, but I'm okay. <laughs> Winky face. Um, uh, yeah, it, emojis have become a uh, cultural phenomenon that I just I, I I you know I I think it's cool. I I think emoji. I like using emojis. I but love that uh, no finger uh, emoji. That's a good one. That, that but, sold, um, never gets old. But uh, I didn't want it to exist in this way. I didn't want to. And the other thing is, I see like emoji pillows and stuff. Yeah. And don't. The poop one. Don't, like, just let it. Just keep it on. Just send it to people on your phone. Would send you poop watch emojis s- on your phone.
1: That's all you need. Now, we don't want an emoji movie. Would you be okay with the spinoff of a poop movie?
0: Just a poop emoji movie poop. with Patrick Stewart as yes. the voice? That would be better than the emoji movie. Dude, I think that would be fun. That would be, uh, yeah. No, that would be definitely... Yeah, I, I, Now we're talking. Yes! <laughs> that, that is what. what I Anytime I can hear Patrick Stewart's voice, unless it's in the emoji movie... But if it's just a poop if just movie, if it's just poop,
1: like he can exist yeah. with bunnies and squirrels and stuff, and he just yeah. ruins their day. It's, a,
0: it's an actually, you know, screw the emoji aspect. Yeah. Just make Patrick Stewart. We want the poop movie, poop. Exactly. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes. What a wonderful yeah. way to talk about Slammer, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have much to <laughs> say about it. the other thing that bugged me about all the coverage that I was starting while well, going down the internet rabbit hole of looking at how completely horribly overdone Slender... It, it's the... I feel stupid even talking about Slenderman because of how, to death, the topic has been, like, t- attacked by the media in video games and, like, movies and, like, fan-made things. And how uncool it is to me now. But another thing that bugged me, in all the coverage, they kept referring to Slenderman as a meme. And There's I just, a like, meme. how's... Not everything's a meme, guys, who write the news. It's not a, like... How, the Those Slend- old guys the, on a they're computer. Like, uh, the Slenderman meme. Um, You're a Slender a, man. He's really like, gonna get old. It it's a story it's, shared on Facebook. It's not a like. It's I don't know. I, I was cringing the entire way through <laughs> reading all of these articles, and <clears throat> I really uh, want to leave it behind me forever. And with that, I mean, we could probably. You got another news story? I you do have another? another news story. Uh, that rabbit hole man that that is something <laughs> that's else. what it's all about this is, uh, it is. you know we're forty five minutes into just some <laughs> rebel
1: so this one will probably be a little bit shorter one um it was announced recently because we know that the Star Wars movies recently have been coming out uh Force awakens was in around Christmas time uh yeah. Rogue one Christmas time last day Christmas time Star Wars episode nine
0: will be coming out in May instead december okay so i did i saw this and uh, that you were planning on talking about this and at first i was thinking did it get moved up sooner and then i realized it already is may so do you mean may 2018 like may 2018 i believe because it's basically <laughs> we're in 2017 now yeah so it would
1: be the business look at this is how it goes force awakens rogue one Next, uh twenty seventeen this year is Last Jedi. Then it's I believe Han Solo. Then it would be.
0: Oh, so the so wait, are you saying because it is May? Are you saying it's coming out this month?
1: No, I'm not that's not this what I'm, month.
0: Because you said twenty seventeen, we it's, have the Last Jedi. Hey, you know what? It was late at night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> Look, we all make mistakes in life.
0: (laughs) Okay, I didn't have to call you out on it. I get it. But, um, so it's, it's, yeah, okay.
1: Hey, I... So we're waiting. These Star Wars movies really help for when you need to learn Roman numerals. (laughs) Uh, Okay, episode 9, May 24th,
0: 2019.
1: Oh. But, 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 before I start, before you start, just remember, Force Awakens and Last Jedi were also supposed to come out in the summer, but were moved to Christmas.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's just getting moved a few months well, we, later.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, it would have come out December. I believe it would have come out December 2019, but they moved it up. Oh, 20, God,
0: I thought it was coming out December 2018. No. This is a podcast about not understanding <laughs> when people say dates right to you.
1: That's what happens with it. time, man. We need a new...
0: I, I to measure Really, this would have helped if I just would have looked up the <laughs> release date of the next Star Wars movie instead of coming into this blind. So but did, then, Does this
1: ruin what you were going to say about the Star Wars Episode Nine release date?
0: I don't think I have much else to say. I was looking forward to it, and now I have to forget about it, so I don't have to <laughs> feel like I'm waiting so long. Yeah, so... I, I thought it was going to come out this month. No! <laughs>
1: Man, I was so excited for episode 8, but (laughs) screw that, I want to see 9 now! So, um. What was that? Um. So, do you think. How do you think moving into May will affect both the critical aspect and box
0: office? Well, I think. I. Um. I think that putting less distance in between them is probably a good thing. I think that you know it's a little bit more fresh in people's minds, and I, I feel like moving it up. Yeah, I, I, it's got to be a good thing. I mean, mm. yeah, you don't want too much distance in between, uh, you know, new releases and sequels. I think I don't. I don't. I'm not an expert in the field yeah. of sales and the box office, but that's my gut feeling right now.
1: Yeah. What do you think of? I. What do you think about it critically, though? Do you think it will... Oh, do, yeah.
0: oh, okay, let me say it. Do you think that
1: moving into May will affect how how it is because they have to compete with, like, Marvel... I mean, it's all... Oh, yeah. A lot of that's done in Disney umbrella, but Marvel, DC...
0: Um... Do you I think, think that would... I don't know if that would be... A- Critical. Uh, I don't know if it would affect it critically. I mean, it I, might affect it. I, in I, box I misspoke. Office. I mean, you, you me, box, like sales?
1: I mean, do you think that moving it because I haven't filmed it yet? Do you think moving it to May, where it's to compete against other movies, oh, will they make, make, make it, it, it better?
0: Weird. Oh, okay. We'll make I it so just
1: like saying. we have to make it better, so people will come see us instead of. Um, Avengers because, or I mean it could also Aquaman. cause it
0: could also cause rushing it a bit. It could cause that they have to work on it faster. That could and be a I
1: believe that's what made Force Awakens delayed is that JJ Abrams said he needed more time so they moved it.
0: Yeah, and that I and I thought Force Awakens was incredible, so Oh and that oh, could here's, be part here's, of it. <laughs> Will it stay in May? Uh that yeah. <laughs> Will it go back to December? That um I just hope They try to make the best uh, finale to this trilogy that they possibly can. Because I want it to live up to Episode 7. I really loved Episode 7. I
1: mean, you feel... uh, You can't help but... I mean, working on a Star Wars movie is already pressure enough. But you're completing this trilogy and, unfortunately, you got the Carrie Fisher issue.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... I have no idea... How they're gonna address I mean, that in the movie?
1: One, they've obviously. said before in an interview, it, they were apparently they were talking to um, Carrie Fish's brother about what if instead of digitally CGIing her like they did for um, Rogue One, about just using unused footage from Force Awakens and um, epis Last Jedi and intersplicing it in there.
0: Yeah, I so mean her
1: story arc is later.
0: Uh, I think on this, I I I don't I don't the digital CGIing just doesn't sit right with me. Like the unused footage thing seems more uh, like it, I don't know how they would do that exactly, but uh, I like that idea more. I have to say. Okay, here's um, here's another question. Let's say they decide not to. Yeah.
1: Do you think they should... Let's say um, they don't want to use new footage. They, do you think they should have it where they either recast Princess Leia or they just write her off?
0: I definitely... The first time I thought of this, I definitely think writing off. Like, that is that is what I would like to see. I mean, it's super unfortunate because it's great character. and But, I mean... That is going to be so sour with everyone to have a recast.
1: Here's what I say about... I have, like, two different opinions on it. One is, let's say that Last Jedi... I mean, not, sorry. Episode Nine will be the last story about the saga. Let's say... Yeah. And then... Or let's just say this is Mark Hamill's last Star Wars movie. This is his finale. Yeah. If it's his last one, I'd say... Probably write her off, because this is kind of like their finale, and would be weird just to switch it up for the last movie. But, if they want to keep using Princess Leia, and they want to like keep going with 10, 11, 12, I would say, okay, I would say recast Leia. Yeah. If you're going to keep the story going. But if you're going to end I, I would it think- with 9, then
0: <clears throat> um, you could do the reuse footage and write her off. Yeah. I think my thinking would be if they do a net, I, if they do like, I don't know how they're going to do it, but, uh, if nine is sort of the end of that trilogy and then they do end up doing a 10, but later, then I could see recasting time would probably have passed. Um, but if it's part of the same trilogy or the same expanse of movies, I would rather see it written off as a character. Okay, Okay. also, here's here's a little something I thought of.
1: Now look, going into episode 9 without Carrie Fisher is going to be difficult for a lot of fans. Do you think that, let's say Luke Skywalker was supposed to die in episode 9. Do you think maybe they might change that? Oh. For like a happier ending because it might be I don't know, maybe a little too difficult.
0: I mean, the thing I wonder, if they did... Yeah, I think changing that, that might be a good idea, because, I mean, I don't want them to, like, uh, capitalize on a sad situation or anything, but, I mean, if they had to go down the writing Princess Leia off uh, avenue, then it might be, like, a little bit much to also write off uh Luke Skywalker yeah I don't know
1: it, it'll be interesting they got uh they got like a uh, unfortunately a, a challenge they didn't think they were gonna have yeah so yeah anything else about um episode nine I uh, no okay I don't... real quick one word answer will it stay in May
0: yes or no mmm
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Uh, you said I really didn't want to answer in one word. Yes, uh, I, I. don't. I don't think barely. So. I don't. Know. I think it will probably move. I said yes as like a hopeful <laughs> yes, but uh, you. That's what same, you want. At the same time, what like I? I feel like everything gets pushed back. Yeah. Oh, breaking that fourth wall, people. That's actually the uh, ring for our new segment. Okay, so here's what happens.
1: April 10th, okay. Now, on Arrow, have you ever seen Arrow?
0: I haven't. Oh. I. That's uh, another thing that I am just in the dark about. I have not watched enough things in general. Warring
1: one is really good. Two is great. Three is, I think, good until the last five are dragged out. Four is the first half is okay. Second half, crap. Deserved to be canceled <laughs> after season four. <laughs> five, it's like, okay, okay, okay. Halfway through five, okay, we're back. Oh, okay, nice. So on Arrow, it's not Green Arrow's arch nemesis. That would be um, Malcolm Merlin. But almost everyone's favorite villain is this uh, character, Deathstroke, who did you ever watch the Teen Titans cartoon? Oh yeah, he was on Teen Titans. You know what I'm talking about. Uh,
0: he has he, he has like kind of this mask. Oh yeah, okay. So okay, it's a it's a uh, a red and white yeah. ma- or not red, red and, and, white, and red black. and black. I, I am
1: or orange, really. kind of depending or, on the light. Yeah, okay. So he's almost everyone's favorite. He's my favorite villain on Arrow. And a lot of people were hoping he'd come back. But here's the thing. Um, apparently, Deathstroke actor Manu Bennett was not happy with the producers or writers of Arrow. Oh. And talked about how he didn't want to come back. Well, on April 10th, Stephen Amell, the actor who plays Green Arrow, said, Desperate times call for desperate measures. Welcome back, Manu Bennett. And they posted a picture of his mask saying, we're back. What? We're back. We're back. To which Manu replied... (laughs) WTF. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, ta- Mark Guggenheim, the showrunner, a.k.a. Alicity Fan yeah. Fanboy 4, the number four <laughs> ever. If, if if you don't know what that is, you don't want to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tweet, couldn't be more excited for this. And guess there's no point in hiding it anymore. At Manu Bennett. April 10th. From Mark Guggenheim. By the way, I think that's basically it for Stephen ML. We're sorry, Stephen. You're great, but we're kind of done with your part of the story. April 10th, Manu Ben. For the record, I'm not going back for Arrow.
0: I'm, this is so confusing to me. Manu Ben continues.
1: Uh, Manu Ben cont- posted a thing on Instagram. Enough BS a, about Deathstroke. This is a
0: family-friendly show. <laughs> <I
1: know>. <laughs> Enough <laughs> BS about about Deathstroke. Fact: Deathstroke, Arrow are currently filming in Vancouver. Is not me. I am in Auckland filming. What's
0: the Mark... Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Mark? Guggenheim. What's, what's his role? Anytime
1: roar? there's a bad episode, Arrow, you cry out to the heavens, Guggenheim! <laughs> Mark Guggenheim, um, he developed Arrow with Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg. Okay. And they were the show... The three of them were the showrunners for the first two seasons. And then when they started working on The Flash, which is part of the same universe... Greg Berlanti and Kreisberg left to work on The Flash, leaving Mark Guggenheim in full control for season three. Okay. And then season four, Wendy Miracle um, started working with him on the showrunner, and they've been the showrunners for um, seasons four and five. Okay. Here's the thing. Basically, he basically, if you write fan fiction, he'll grant your wish to come true about. <laughs> Oliver and this character Felicity who has nothing to do with Green Arrow at all. Okay. And then he's supposed in the comics he's supposed to end up a Black Canary and then they killed her off in season 4, which is like let's say you're watching a Superman movie it's like they killed off Lois Lane. <laughs> Arrow went down rains last sure. year. It deserved to get so, canceled. So, you're
0: kind of saying that he kind of in in a, in a sense he made it feel more like a fanfic of the series than the series. <laughs> yes. Because there yeah, a lot of series start to feel like that.
1: And then you seasons. get to the point where they basically made this, in Season 4, Felicity the main character. And she was a fan favorite in Seasons 1 and 2, but you can tell Andrew Kreisberg was the one who made that character work. Because if you watch an episode of Air, Arrow from Season 3, or Season 4, and The Flash, if they aired the same week... One day apart from each other. The characters are night and day of how different. One is the comic relief. The other is this whiny complainer.
0: It was, yeah, it was rough. But, um, that's to Deathstroke. Yeah, so it, it, it sounds like uh, this Mark guy. Mark Guggenheim. Uh, he basically had a strange spat on Twitter with the guy who played Deathstroke. Oh my originally. God. Let
1: me say this other thing. And it's Mark a weird Guggenheim. situation. When before the season five started, there was some guy who noticed like a mistake because there's a shot in the trailer of Oliver getting punched by this guy. So, and you can tell that's not the footage they were going to use, but it's just from the camera angle. Basically, it goes like this this is the guy's fist, this is Oliver's face. He clearly didn't hit the face, but they would have used a different camera angle to mask that. Yeah. And then he wrote, haha, look at those arrow season effects, and Mark Guggenheim tweeted to him, Dear jerk! Stop watching the show! Well, Mark, your message got through because you're having the worst range you've ever had. (laughs) And look, season five has been really good. They've really come back. They kind of... Fix the black canary thing. It's such a stupid way, but it's hopefully these other. It feels like these other writers are trying to try their best, but Guggenheim is the one screwing it up. <laughs> it's like when you watch season five, the good things, the bad things from season five clearly would come from Mark Guggenheim and Wendy Miracle. Yeah, I just my personal opinion is that they should leave the show. Yeah, no Guggenheim is allowed
0: in this exactly. Podcast.
1: Okay, so here's how. Um, he, they had a trailer recently for the remainder of season five which uh, they do like a last season I noticed they did that for three four and five so I'm just going to show this little bit to you and about Deathstroke okay
0: yeah
1: is he coming back or not but I'll show you this clip and I want to know what your thoughts are hey, kid. I'm glad you came so that's hey, all kid. of him before hey kid I'm glad you came back. <laughs> he's got such a great voice. I mean, if he was coming back, why not show him?
0: It, it, it seems like they're trying to further this idea that he's coming back, but it's not even totally clear that he actually is, and they just used a voice for him.
1: Yeah. So that's but, what's happened. Why well, wouldn't, if you knew, like, you could get away with it. Because he, the actor hasn't been back since uh, season three. But he's appeared in season four and five. It's just, it's clearly another guy in the costume and he has no lines. So why not just get a voice actor who could copy it? Like, a lot of the pictures he's retweeting are um, clearly from previous seasons.
0: Yeah, right. So why not just get another actor? Why would you go through this? Yeah, I'm kind of confused. Used what mister uh mister Gugelheimer. Guggenheim. Guggenheimer uh, I know. Uh what is what is he getting from this? The only like Here we go recently, April twenty
1: second. Um so it's really you as Death Stroke in the fine in the final finale. Or you just did the voice? I'm excited to know that. I hope it you, heart.
0: <laughs> kitty, a uh, little uh, colon three uh, kitty face for those who, yeah. who, who want to know As that.
1: M- and then Man- Manu. As Mark Guggenheim of Arrow confirmed, they are using my
0: voice. As for what's inside the cell and behind the mask, that's still arguable. It seems like he's actually not actually in it except for his voice. I don't is that what it seems like?
1: Yeah, I th- it feels like they're just using that, but. Is that what this okay, weird situation is? This This will come out. This trailer came out two days before, before that, that tweet. But, I don't know. I mean, we remember the Steve Corral thing? For, did you follow that for the Office I, final I didn't, season? I did.
0: I did see, like. Him he kept saying, saying no, no, no. It. But that was a little bit. They wanted it to be a surprise. I wasn't, like, he. Like, that one didn't seem. I would believe this more, this situation more, because of how adamant he seems. I mean, the thing that
1: I think really nails it is that final scene in the trailer. Where if it was him, you'd feel like they cut and show his face.
0: If he was going to be like, wouldn't you think they'd be even a little more sneaky if he was going to be in it? Like, why would they have his voice, and then why would they have like him? Like he hit Mark saying on Twitter that it's his voice. It just it seems like no. he's being sort of, like, side-eyed about it. Like I it's mean, sort
1: of... to be fair, man, they promote Deathstroke whenever. Like, there was, like, a little 10-second thing he had in the 100th episode, and they promoted that. But it wasn't like they were like, Manuel Bennett's coming back!
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely a weird situation. It, it's so I,
1: strange, like...
0: That's weird. At least with, with the Office final season,
1: Steve Carell and Greg Daniels, the showrunner on that, were on the same page.
0: Yeah, that's, that, and it always seemed that way to me, that it, it could just be sort of a, they're trying to keep the surprise, so he just says no. <laughs> like, people, people, it makes sense for people to say, no, I'm not in it. But it seemed like the Deathstroke actor uh, w- is being so adamant about it. Like, he's just yeah. he's <laughs> he's trying like, I'm to I'm not prove. coming
1: back, people! <laughs> I mean, another thing is, is that I know a lot of the other actors since Mark Guggenheim is taking over, are not happy with the way... They've said kind of in interviews that they're not happy. Like, even Felicity, who... Look, a lot of people talk about Felicity. Look, let's not forget, it's not the actress's fault for why that character is horrible now. It's the the writer's fault. Like, she can appear on The Flash, and she's fine. It's when she's on Arrow, written by Guggenheim... When she's not even a character. There's like a scene where she's talking to Oliver, talking about, you need to tell them about your true identity because I'm right and everyone else is wrong. And then he's just like, they're too green. And suddenly it's just like, some could say the same about you. Like a corny, unfunny joke. Like it snaps. She's not a real character.
0: Yeah. They
1: haven't confirmed it, but there's rumors that she might not be coming back just because she's unhappy with um the writing. And I'm assuming
0: that means. Uh, Mark Guggenheim. Yeah, we can all assume. Again, this is a no-Guggenheim yeah. no, no Guggenheim podcast. No! Get out of here, Guggenheim! <laughs> so if you're listening, Guggenheim... He, well, actually, would he, what if he gave us money and sponsored us? I would, like, we
1: would not take that money. We may be sellouts, that the,
0: we'll but, take we Walmart, have, but, but we have a few a few standards. Yeah, well. Yeah, at least one, and yes. that's Guggenheim. <laughs> When he co writes
1: with someone, I don't know how much is written by him and how much is written by someone else, but he did a co roll Christmas episode this year and it was very good. But at the same time there's some episodes where you can clearly tell it was him who wrote those segments. Yeah. But yeah. Although I was Arrow season five, you know, a lot of people were back by the first episode. It actually the um one hundredth episode and the Christmas episodes, what kind of brought me back. And then, what they did with Black Canary, look, it was stupid the way they did it because they could have had. Well, we'll just say There was a wonderful way to bring back the character with the same actress, and they botched it. <laughs> and then they had this new character, this new actor who is basically um, written the same way, has the same name. I mean, Dinah. They're both named Dinah. Except, the first one went by her middle name for some reason. But I was just like, well, they did with Fat Tony on The Simpsons. So I guess it's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been very good this season. I'll say this. If I was um, superstitious. Mm-hmm. So we've had five seasons of Arrow. Season one finale was really good. Season two finale might be, um, it's in my top 10 favorite episodes. Season three, which I liked—I know a lot of people didn't like it—I liked it mostly, except for those last few episodes. Season three finale, not very good. Season four show deserved to be canceled afterwards. <laughs> now, what was the diff- Now, to be superstitious a little bit, he was in those first two, right? So even if they're just using old footage or old audio, maybe the season five finale will be
0: the first good one since season two. <laughs> oh yeah. I see your I see your logic in a supersti- in a superstitious sense there. I mean to be fair, I do believe
1: he wrote the finale, so Right. Let's not get too hyped, but <clears throat> yeah, the trailer was really good. Yeah, so how Concreder. long was this one?
0: Whoa! Oh yeah. Oh man, get ready for one. those long car rides, we kids. Oh, <laughs> you know, I we, I mean, yeah, you got to get take a tri- trip for this one. You got to take yeah. a trek. Um Hey, there's longer podcasts. It's yeah. fine. Um, so hey, that's that's a wrap for this yeah, one, isn't that's it? That's a wrap. Well, then then this has been the one and only comment section, the podcast or the comment section podcast. Where and we he go, doesn't mean the one only episode. There's another episode. Before yeah, this. the one and only podcast <laughs> called. Comment section or the comment section where we go down insane treks and down rabbit holes into chaos and talk about things that, based on the news, that probably have very little to actually do with the news that we were saying.
1: Look, we don't know what we're talking about, but we try to entertain you for a little bit. That's really the only
0: goal. I mean, for that. all, I mean, f- if you just tuned into a random part of this episode, for all they know, it's an Arrow podcast.
1: Watch, but... watch it be, <laughs> watch, watch it be where a few weeks. Man, we were wrong. He is back, guys.
0: Yeah, that's that'll be interesting to follow up on because it's just as someone who has no idea any of this other background besides what you showed me on Twitter. I have no idea what's going on, and I it confused me. It probably confused you when you saw it. It did. But that's It's very interesting. <laughs> that's the podcast. Yeah. So, bye. Keep falling down that rabbit hole. Nice.